We are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording at 1.30 in the morning. This is terrible. <laughs> Technically Wednesday the 8th, excuse me, Thursday, May 18th. Uh, but a few hours after the Celtics lost game one to the Miami Heat, uh, we had to wait for me to get home because the game started 8.30 now, so I don't have time to record at the Garden and catch my train back. Not fun. Shame on the NBA, though. We're not going to do Ratless today because we don't have time, but the NBA and the Ratless are making all the games. Ratless NBA, Ratless YouTube TV, Ratless Celtics. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, Celtics lost game one they, again. <laughs> not, yeah. Not great. Same shit, different day. They just can't have a series where they don't make us all sit here and sweat. Celtics 13-point yeah. lead in this game. Celtics turn into me and the boys. Celtics lose the game. Where have you seen that before? It's the same so, thing. It's every time. Every time. 46 have, points they gave up in the third quarter. Embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with the fact that they gave up a 13-point lead. Right? That's not ideal. I do. I have a problem with the fact that they just didn't play defense. or And their offense was bad, too. And this is it's the same as Philly game one. You can look at the split and say, oh, it's fine. No, the offense was stupid. Right? And, and again, the defense is the focus. So we'll start there. But... <clears throat> You blow leads, whatever, right? This Heat team's been going on runs all season, whatever. But you win this game if you just play defense for the whole game, right? Like, if you just play consistent defense the whole game, you don't give up 46 points, <laughs> excuse me, in the four, in the third quarter. They had, I think it was 10 points off fast, uh, second chance points in the third quarter they allowed. They allowed nine fast break points. They allowed eight off turnovers. It was a disaster. And before the series, we'd said something, I think Bobby Kravitzky said it, Something along the lines of, you just hope the Celtics' worst night coincides with the Heat's best night. And unfortunately, that feels like part of what happened tonight. The issue is it's game one. <laughs> I don't know if I trust them to bounce back, even though they have in the past. It's just frustrating that they seem determined to start out like this every time. Yeah, I don't know what the obsession is with not learning from your mistakes. And then they come out and have like the sorrow circle jerk in their post games where they're like, we need to be better. I don't know why we didn't come out with any energy, blah, blah, blah. Like, shouldn't you know by now it's the what fourth, fifth time we've had a loss like this is, you know, fans to react to in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, get it together. At some point you have to like mentally be there to compete. This is a team Miami that is where they're at because they have such a great mindset. It's not necessarily because they're extremely talented. Butler's fantastic. The rest of them are whatever. It's it, Bam's fine. But like the rest of these guys are really like whatever. It's true. It's not disrespectful. They're good it's role not, players. They play their they, role well, but they're not like stars. They're not like exactly that should be beating you in a playoff series. Exactly. Like these guys are fine. That's what they are. The Celtics have a deep team. They have two all NBA guys. They've got Marcus, who was the defensive player of the year last year. He was excellent today. Yep. Uh, you know, the best part about today is Marcus is having a master class, and then they're like, we're just not going to use him anymore. We're just going to not run offense through him anymore. He has 11 assists. Well, no, we're not going to, we're not going to initiate offense through him anymore. What's even worse? And, Tatum had a bad stretch in the fourth quarter where he turned the ball over. Yes. Tatum played fine tonight outside of that little stretch. Like Tatum had a good game. 
And all I'm seeing, like, I know friends of the show, Danny Liam, text me like, oh, Tatum's back. I'm like, guys, this is this is not the person to blame for the last night. You blame the defense and you blame Jalen Brown and Malcolm Brogdon for deciding it's it's the old quote, Jalen Brown. It's Jalen Brown time, Jalen Brown. Same thing for Malcolm Brogdon. They just decided, you know, we're just going to put our heads down and do whatever we want. And you can love the Celtics driving to the basket all you want. It was great. When Tatum did it, it was awesome. You can love them, you know, mixing in some mid-range shots. It, it was just bad offensive shot selection by Brown and Malcolm Brogdon. They called their number time and time again. And like you said, they decided, oh, Mal- J- Marcus March just had 10 assists in the first half. Nah, we don't need that anymore. Jason Tatum's having a ton of success going to the rim handling the ball. Nah, we don't need that. Like, And we're going to keep talking about the defense, too, because there's stuff I want to talk about there. But, like, what is that offensive philosophy? It's exactly what we saw in game one against the Sixers. And once again, as much as it's not the main purpose, you shot less than 33s. And that's not a product of you chucking up random threes. That's a product of you not playing drive and kick basketball. It is one person gets the ball. They drive to the hoop, take a stupid shot in the paint, turn the ball over, or take a dumb mid-range shot. Jalen Brown was obsessed with taking contested threes. And one look at the box score, and you're like, oh, Jalen Brown shot actually pretty efficient tonight. He took the most shots. He shot 47% in the field. One of six from three, six turnovers, Jalen Brown. He he did not play well. Bad from Jalen. Malcolm Brogdon, oh, he was pretty efficient. Tunnel vision the whole game. No sense. For all the times we say Jalen Brown should be taking more shots, the fact that Jason Tatum only took 70, 17 in this one and Jalen Brown took 21 is obscene. There's no reason for it. Jason Tatum took zero shots in the fourth quarter. Why? Like, like it, their offensive decision-making makes no sense. And then going back to defense, because I don't want this to turn into just – I feel like I've become the offense's better guy. But defensively, the Celtics just decided, hmm, so Jimmy Butler's killing us in the mid-range. Let's just double team him and leave Max Struess open in the corner. Let's just double team him and leave Caleb Martin open in the corner. It's it's like that that when will you learn meme? Like why? Like we learned last round when Jalen Brown double teamed up James Harden. That's the whole thing. And then they come out and say we're sorry, and then they're not. We'll be better. We'll be better. And then they're not. And we'll be better. We we didn't have it today. We played this like a regular season game. Like what? And. You what? have to give, like, I'll give some semblance of credit. Like, Jimmy Butler is making some stupidly tough shots. Don't right? Miami play a good game. That's what he does. But, like, it's you can live with the them making tough shots if you play good defense on the rest of the possessions. But they didn't do that. They left three-point shooters open. They let Bam get more open looks in the restricted area than I've ever seen in my life. How How does that happen? How does he get open that many times in the Bam, same spot? Bam, who looked lost in the first round, by the way. <laughs> Makes he no literally sense. could do nothing offensively, and he was excellent. And hey, I, I credit Bam. He played well. You credit Jimmy for having a great game. Max Struess, 15 points. Gabe Vincent, 15 points. Kyle Lowry, 15 points. Caleb Martin, 15 points. You're not going to win games like that. You, you like you just can't win games like that. It, it's 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 not okay. Like like they're they're completely unable to stick to a defensive game plan that works. In the second quarter, there they were playing with some great intensity. Right, they were playing one on one with Jimmy Butler. It looked awesome. Double teams at the right time. He came out good, and then out of halftime, they were just like, "Nah." Like they're just like, "They looked so good in the first half." I didn't even think about taking insurance. I was like, "Oh my god, they're playing through Marcus." When they played through Marcus, they're at their best. He's got ten assists at halftime. Ends up with a double double. I don't know. Did anyone ask him if he if Marcus got hurt? Uh, I think he did tweak something, but I'm not sure. No one, no one asked. 
the hell do they send you guys these games for? Well, Sam, in, in our defense, there was plenty more to talk about in this one. I mean, come hey, on. Hey, why man. did you guys not try? You guys yeah, just every game. <laughs> pretty much. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think he yeah. hurt himself. It was weird. He was Maybe. out for a really long time, went back to the locker room. They didn't say anything. I, I, I don't get the Malcolm Brogdon obsession. Right? Like, he's fine. He's fine for a shooter and a bucket getter. I mean, he took but... the third most shots on the team tonight, made half. I don't two care. Free throws, turned the ball over bad. once. I don't care. I don't. He, he did I don't know. Him. He wasn't great. I I don't get the Brogdon slander too too much. I didn't think he was great I defensively. Like, I, I thought bad. he got picked on, but he should not be getting the ball over Jason Tatum or even have the ball in his hands over Marcus Smart. It's well, ridiculous. He stayed, if you really want to complain, he stayed in the game over Derek White, who I thought was pretty good in the fourth quarter. Like he he's I've been saying it all season. He's the third best guard on this team, and that's not a slight. They just have good guards. But he, they're playing him like a first option. Malcolm Brogdon playing on the court with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown is the equivalent of a Kemba Walker, Kyrie Irving type player, which we've seen doesn't work consistently. Malcolm Brogdon is fine for what he is, but from what we've seen from him, he's not a primary playmaker. That's just not his role. He's not comfortable doing that because he calls his own number too much. That's where you need Marcus Smart. That's where you need Derek White, somebody comfortable running the offense and deferring to the Jays. <clears throat> also, Stop letting Jalen Brown run the offense. It doesn't work. Please just stop. Stop. No. Like, I, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Um, I saw a lot of people complaining about Joe Mazzulla's lack of timeouts, too. And I get it in this context when they're on the runs. But, like. They didn't have any timeouts. I was, yeah. like, it was happening, and I was looking at the scoreboard where they show many timeouts. They had, like, three timeouts left. It's like, what do you want? Joe Mazzulla called said, after the game. They asked him. He's like, I called two in the first quarter. And then someone was like, well, what about third? He goes, if I didn't have to call two in the first, then they would have called one in the third. Like, and, and Marcus Smart actually had a good quote on the Jalen Brown thing. He goes, Joe's real big on not bailing us out when we play like shit. Uh, Got to look in the mirror. Joe could call a timeout. And then what? We come out and we do the same thing. You know, the coaches and Joe aren't out there playing. And he's right. Like, what do you, like, what do you want him to do sometimes? And as much as I, I blame it. Uh, Joe for that. It, I just, it is what it is. I, it, and you know what? If you're going to blame Joe for something, why the fuck is Grant Williams not playing? It makes no sense whatsoever. Why did Peyton Pritchard get how many minutes he played? He played 11 minutes off the bench tonight. Malcolm Brogdon, Derek White, Peyton Pritchard. What, what the fuck? What is that? That's what I'm mad at Joe. The rotation makes no sense. You're bringing three guards off the bench. Yeah, what? I mean. What, what against Miami team that's bringing Cody? I Zeller, thought Pritchard was Martin. a weird pick for this game. No sense. I don't really know what Grant adds. I don't know. He he has this weird thing with Grant where he just won't play him. Exactly. I don't get it. doesn't make sense. But at the same time, like Grant hasn't been very good. Grant was fine in the Philly series. He was good he on defense. He played solid. He was terrible in game five. He played he like, like a minute and he minutes. was horrible. Out of any, like the whole series, he, other he than that, he played so fine. bad in those two minutes, it was like completely justified, like not to play him. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you just take him out of the rotation for the whole fucking rest of the series. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum played like shit for six games. Like, this isn't Jaylen... new. It's Grant not like Williams today just had... he just decided not to play him. Grant Williams the, just had the one story bad game this postseason. Yeah. The best Pritchard thing about the Celtics Williams. is they couldn't get a stop, so they put in the smallest guard they had. Yeah. So, who should you put in? Hmm. Maybe the fucking guy on your bench who can play defense. And just, you can, your you starting can point, point guard is playing the best game he might have played. Well, he played a great game six. 
like one of the best games he's played like in the whole the, playoffs and you're playing an extra guard today. I don't Why? care. The great the great Williams thing makes no sense. As much as he struggled in those minutes, he's been one of their better defenders for the majority of the postseason. He's had one bad game when he's played. Other than that, he played great against Atlanta. He did. Excuse me, he defended and beat well. At the very least, he'll fucking help you up your intensity because no one was trying out there. All right, you get him out there, give him a spark. <laughs> Playing Pritchard I mean, over him makes no sense. I hope I'm wrong, but I mean, I don't know if Grant's moving the needle tonight or not. I don't know. I don't he, know he could. I could be wrong. I he just, would have been better than Pritchard. What extra is he going to give you? Defense. I just don't think Defense. they had to play Pritchard at all. I think they should have played Rob more. He only played 26 minutes. He was excellent in the first half. <laughs> Play Rob, play Rob more, play Grant, play fucking Hauser. Pritchard made no sense tonight. This was not like out of all the games you could have played Pritchard. This was didn't make any sense. I thought Miami was pretty hot shooting the ball today. The stats of course, agree. Yeah. You know, big, big thing for me. With my also, mush brain. like I said it against Philly, and I think a lot of people got mad at me in the comments. You're not going to win a game where you take less threes than Miami. Like, uh, that's just. That's just not you know how you win a game basketball. against Miami. I know, like I know, this, I know. You don't give up 123 defense. points. I know. I, I know. don't care about the threes today. I, I know, don't. but I'm going to talk about it anyways because, like, this is stupid. It's so you, stupid. It's just like they go like they shot two less threes in Miami. Yes, but that's not how they and play. they shot 34. percent Miami historically doesn't play well from three, and the Celtics just like the, the their offensive game do. plan just made. In this playoffs, the Celtics, they've been good. The Celtics offensive game plan just made no sense, though. Like, it just like they just they, there was no drive and kick. It was all drive, turn the ball over, True. drive, take a mid range shot, drive, True. do nothing. And Jason Tatum played fine when he when he got in the paint. Like those drives are good. But when you're driving with no plan like Brown, Brogdon and the rest of the team did all night, that's where the problem lies. Marcus Smart was fine. Jason Tatum was fine. But like, I'm not sitting here calling oh Jason Tatum, go take a million more step back threes like Jason Tatum took three threes tonight and as much as you know that's probably even still low for him like even you would think that's a little low for jason tatum right you should probably want around five or six but regardless like you look at who Fine else shot, you look at who else shot threes tonight like it just it just makes no sense their shot mix they need like it, I, it, you, this isn't on tatum better at. but i really wish they made more free throws they missed seven lost by seven mm-hmm. don't like that yeah um, not ideal I don't know. I I get what you're saying with the ball movement. Maybe the ball movement wasn't there. They, only they just didn't play. Assists. They didn't play their style of offense. It's the same thing that happened in the Philly series. And obviously, I'm not sitting here saying you know this is more important than the defense. Obviously, the defense is more important. That's the problem. They, Any, anytime they, things don't go this team's way, they melt. That's in the problem. Eight in and eight of their four sides of the ball. In eight of their fourteen games this playoff run. They have allowed 115 or more points, and there are two and six in those games. In the other six, when they've allowed less than that, they're six and oh. There's the fucking trend for you. Yeah, try. <laughs> However, the point I'm I'm trying to make is at the same time, they just completely abandoned their style of basketball in this one, too. Like they took nine less threes than average. Like why that's what it's the same thing that happened in the philly game one like they played like shit on defense and because of that they played like shit on offense or if you want to say vice versa they played like shit on offense and it translated to defense that's fine too like you said it just bleeds into one another and it leads to crap it's not even that like miami got a couple breaks not breaks per se like they executed well for i don't know 90 seconds in the third quarter and then they just completely imploded like as Boston? soon as they got any no, when Miami made their run and like got within three points, mm-hmm. the Celtics just lost it. 
Oh, oh, I think it's Miami. Any kind of adverse, anytime there's pushback, they just don't know what to do. Yep. We we got very lucky as fans at the end of the Sixers series where they somehow pulled it out. In that game six where things were going wrong, you were up 16, things started to melt, and Tatum found his way out of a slump and then carried it over. Yep. And I guess, he again, he was pretty solid today. He was a little bit more... I thought Tatum was good. Outside yeah, of that stretch in the fourth, I thought Tatum was real good. I, he was terrible in the fourth, but... That's what I'm saying. Like, outside of that stretch in the fourth, he was pretty dominant yeah. throughout the game. He was getting just, whatever he wanted. I'm, I'm sick and tired of these guys coming out and making things hard. Mm-hmm. This is the third and, series now. They like we we cannot just enjoy a series. And like I'll put it this way, I don't expect them as much as you would want them to sweep. Like this Miami team's good. Like you, I think I said it would happen in six. I think like you didn't give a prediction, but I can I imagine you probably think six or whatever. But like you're gonna lose games in a series if you predict that. But that's not the problem. The problem is losing them in the way the Celtics lose the games, right? If the Celtics played a hard-fought battle and Jimmy Butler just makes some shots, like the Heat game earlier this season where Jimmy Butler just hit like a crazy shot to put it into overtime then hit another crazy shot over Jalen Brown, like that's a loss you can live with in the playoffs. Obviously, you want to win them all, but like that's a loss that's like, okay, this is why it's going to be a six-game series. This is the loss that makes you question whether or not the Celtics are going to win the series at all, right? And obviously, like... This happened last series, and I would argue game one against Philly was more concerning than this one because they didn't have Embiid and because James Harden went berserk and because they were completely lost on defense in that one, right? Like, James Harden was getting everyone's, and as much as they were bad defensively in this game, like, I would say, like, 30% of this was Miami just being red hot and 70% defense. 90% of game one against Philly was the Celtics just not knowing what the hell to do against James Harden. Like, Jimmy Butler was 12 of 25, (laughs) made a million mid-range shots was diming up his teammates seven assists and were there problems absolutely but like you're just not gonna win games <laughs> excuse me if you don't try on defense and marcus smart had a quote about it sorry i have something in my throat i'm dying <clears throat> marcus smart said the uh somebody asked him like what adjustments do, do you need to make like what changed in the second half what did miami do better he goes the only thing we need to adjust is picking up our physicality and playing some damn defense and it's like yeah no shit right like yeah that's what you I, need to do. I'm so sick of the quotes. And I'm not like mad at you, but like I, I hate when they lose just going through and seeing them say the same shit. Like, I don't care. What do you expect them to say? I, I'm not like saying you're wrong, but like there's only so much you can say when you do the same shit over and over again. And the answer I don't want them to say anything shit. anymore. I want them to actually do something about it. I know. I know. Like, just because you had a really great showing at the end of the Philly series doesn't mean you should forget why you had to have that showing. Yeah. You should remember, hey, we screwed around. We're lucky that Philly's a bunch of losers and they quit (laughs) on themselves. This Miami team isn't going to quit on themselves. That's why they're here. Yeah. They they were an eight seed. They looked like they were dead. God forbid if anybody goes and watches that stream we did during the Uh, (laughs) play-in. We're just trashing them. But they're here because they believe in themselves. Yep. You don't need to just give them a boost in confidence even more. This is a game you kind of had. You played an excellent first half. You came out and kind of started the second half pretty well, too. You went up 13, and then you melted. So there you go. You wasted a good, I guess as Joe would say, three quarters of basketball. You mm-hmm. wasted it. Yeah, Great. They, now no, you have to win like... four out of six. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would say this is a game where they beat Miami, so that makes me feel a little bit better, I think. Miami kind of won this one. 
It wasn't the Celtics like saying. kicking it away. It didn't they didn't have it and then give it away? That's what I'm Even saying. It like was pretty close. How it's different from game one against Philly. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it felt a little more like all right, they were hot. And if it makes you feel any better, and it shouldn't because the Celtics played like shit, but like knock on wood, and maybe I sound like an idiot because Bucks fans are probably saying the same thing. Like they're not gonna shoot fucking fifty two percent for a whole series from three. Well, like and as much as they're like they can shoot forty five percent, forty percent, but like. They're not going to make fucking half their threes in a series. So maybe you take some solace in that. But the you Celtics give them wide open ones, they might. Even then. But, like, regardless, this the Celtics just have to close out better. They have to execute better. They can't. The biggest thing for me was Bam and Abayo and Jimmy Butler just completely attacking Rob at all times. And maybe that's why Rob didn't play a ton. I thought Rob was great to start the game. Obviously, he was fine. But Philly was relentlessly going at him on defense, right? And they were attacking him. And because Rob jumped so easily on the perimeter, they were getting whatever they wanted. They were getting to the foul line. They were making mid-range buckets. They were shooting over him because he was either jumping and they were getting past him and he was fouling them, or he was staying home, not jumping, and they would just shoot over the top of him. So they were attacking that. Maybe the answer is you treat Jimmy like Joel Embiid where you send a double. But when they did that, there wasn't enough help or rotations to cover the the shooter. Jimmy's not a loser. (laughs) <laughs> sure fair but you, you gotta find this. a better game plan on, on defense you're getting to the point in the playoffs where you can't screw around anymore like Miami is they're an 8 seed my my god ESPN gave them a 3% chance woo Bozos. Uh, they're, they're in the conference finals for a reason they beat Milwaukee they beat up on the trash Knicks like you can't just keep screwing around with this team you should know that you've, this is the third time you've seen them in four seasons they beat you in the bubble. They really should have beat you last year after you screwed around in game seven yeah. and almost lost. Yep. How many times do you have to learn, whether it's from them, from other teams in this playoffs? Maybe it's because they keep getting away with it. I don't know. This this feels different. You screw around with Miami enough, you're going to lose. Yeah. They're too well coached. They they have smart players on the floor, and they have guys that have done it before, and they've been I successful. Just... I'm so sick of the it's Joe Missoula's fault. Like he didn't coach a great game. I'll sit here and say I complained for ten minutes about play great Williams or Peyton Pritchard. Timeouts weren't great, but like, just it's the fucking laziest shit in the world, man. Like it's 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 never been more clear that it's an effort issue. It's a consistency issue. It's the players on the court making the problems. It's the fact that they decide to go tunnel vision and call their own number a million times, driving in the paint and turn the ball over. Right? Jalen Brown fucking dribbled into Jimmy Butler at one point in the game. Like what? Are we, at a crucial point in the game. Like what? Are, what are we doing? They're leaving shooters. I can't. I guarantee you, the game plan Joe Mazzulla drew, drew up was not let's just leave Max Struess in the corner with no help there. Like, like that's just, just not it. They're calling their own number. They called it a defensive breakdown when Jalen Brown left James Harden in the corner last series. It's never been more clear that it's the player's fault. And yet all we hear about is fire Joe Missoula. This guy sucks. I saw something on Twitter today that said they got, you know, they got better as a team, but they brought in Missoula and now they're worse this year than last year. I'm like, they're objectively not worse this year than last year. They won more games in the regular season. They didn't sweep the first round, obviously, but like they went to seven in the next two rounds. Like, what, what the fuck do you think this is? They didn't sweep the playoffs to the finals last year. It, I'm, I'm so sick of that discourse. You can critique Missoula. He deserves criticism. He, I just did it for, like I said, for 10 minutes. But like looking at that and seeing Joe Missoula as the main problem here is absolutely obscene. Ridiculous. Yeah, he's not the main problem. He's not out there playing. He's not out there turning the ball over. 
really. I mean, that was the Achilles today. The missed shot. I mean, the Celtics still shot 52% from the field. Like, they were fine. They might not have created the looks you want, but they turned the ball over 15 times. And 10 of those came in the second half. So that's where you lost the game. Miami, one turnover in the second half. Big difference. Loser stuff. Things got hard for you, and you just wilted. It was nothing we haven't seen before as fans. And you have to go out in game two and win now. And we all have to sit here and sweat. Mm. I was thinking maybe this would be different. Really, I and I hate to say it, I thought this might be an easy series. I told this to you after the game. <laughs> and I and said it's, it's not fault. it's not because I don't have respect for the Heat. I just thought these guys might have figured out mm. that they have to like just keep their foot on the gas. Like that's where you went wrong. The last couple games against Philly, it was like, wow, like this is different. The defense is there the whole game. Even though they sucked offensively in game six until Tatum learned how to play again. Yeah. They were in that game because they were defending. They won game seven and broke it open because of the defense. Mm-hmm. And because Philly quit. I was like, <laughs> wow, you know, maybe they'll come out against Miami. Nope. 28 points, 29 points, 46 points. They only allowed 20 in the fourth quarter. So I guess you can be excited about that. But even then, like that was like so much harder than it needed to be. And if you really want to get upset, they could have taken this game in the fourth quarter. They melted. Tatum had four turnovers this game. He had the three yeah. travels. You can say it's not on him because I thought he was fine as a whole, and my YouTube TV went out when he melted, so I don't really know. I didn't those, see those, it. It was two travels in a row, and then he just sort of like got stripped by Jimmy Butler. That three-minute stretch for Tatum was bad, but the rest of the game, I thought he was the best player on the court. Like, the court, not on the Celtics, like the court. And I, to be honest, as much as people are going to only remember that two-minute stretch, he didn't have the ball enough in this game. There was too much Malcolm. Malcolm Brogdon can't be taking three less shots than Jason Tatum. That's just not a recipe for success. I don't care. That's a fair complaint. It doesn't make any sense. I truly think the Celtics are at the best when Marcus is making decisions with the ball. And if Marcus doesn't have it, I think Tatum needs to be making this. I think he's the second best playmaker on the team. And he only had one assist tonight. You could say, oh, he wasn't good enough. It's because Jalen Brown had the ball more than him. Yeah. Like, that's just what it is. I agree with that. I I think the Tatum assist might be a good measuring stick for how well the team's playing because those Tatum assists are not the set plays. I feel like Marcus gets more assists, albeit he is creative. He does make reads and things like that. But it's in pick and roll. It's in positions where he's supposed to be passing the ball. Yep. It's not because he's making decisions on the fly. This might sound real stupid if I'm wrong. But when Tatum is getting assists, it's because he's commanding the defense's attention. Because he's doing dominant things as a superstar. That makes it easier for all the other guys on the team. That's where the extra threes that you're looking for come Mm -hmm. from this just kills me. Like they did fine offensively. If they just play defense, they win this game. Despite all the issues. I partially. Yeah. I I just think they were bad. Miami made tough shots. Yeah. But oof. I mean, you got 30 for well, 29 free throws. You missed seven. Like, you know, you can say that for everything though. And like, I think defense is the thing you start with, but like, if they you take can the- control defense. That's why exactly. you start with it. You can control what shots you take too. Is my point though, well, and I, I, I don't want I, I I don't want to sound like I think offense is more important than defense because obviously defense was story, but I just don't like diminishing the fact that you can't the always was control shit. if the shots go in. That's the thing. they did the same thing that I complained. Of. It's not about the shots going in though; it's about the shots sure they're taking. 
no, no, no. They no, have no, no. to go I'm in. Not, I'm not complaining about the show. So you're saying if they took nine more threes, they're going to go 0 for 9 on those threes? That's just not like – I'm not complaining about – If they the took nine more threes, they they'd make three more. I'm not complaining about the number of shots. Yeah, and then they win the fucking game. Well, those threes <laughs> by would that logic, from the twos. You'd probably lose a couple. It'd be about the same. I don't know. My my point is the shots they're making. My point more is stops, the shots they're it's taking. It's easier to come back. I, I and if, that's fine, but my point isn't the shots they're. It's it's the same thing I said after the Philly series, and the same thing that happened in Brooklyn. They found so much success going inside that that they just stopped doing anything else. They just drove to the hoop, and you know what that led to? Six Jalen Brown turnovers. Malcolm Brogdon going tunnel vision and and taking dumb shots at the rim. Right, like they they. they didn't kick out in this. I wonder how many how many threes they take in the second half. I look like a real fucking idiot if they took more in the second half than they did mm. in the first half. But like, <clears throat> so I was about half. It was sixteen, even. but it just their shot mix was completely off. And as much as the defense was obviously the main issue, like it's this this is the same exact story we saw in game one against Philly, only maybe a little bit easier to to accept because Miami was so hot. I hate this it's point. I truly hate it, but to it i i would say the Celtics need to find a way to make it when they get inside it's not a bad thing because mm-hmm. some bad losses have come when they're able to get to the basket and then they aren't able to adjust it's the same when the threes aren't going in and i'm like they need to do something else mm-hmm. when the other team coached by spolstra who's going to make adjustments makes an adjustment you need to adjust so if that means driving and kicking, then sure, fine. But at the same time, when the shots don't fall or things get a little rocky, you don't give up 46 points in a quarter. Yeah. Let's say, I don't know, they only give up 35 points in the third quarter, which would still be terrible. <laughs> you win this game. All you have to do is not be the absolute worst. We're back where we started a year ago. It's you want to hear something freaky? Different. <clears throat> I don't care about the date. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. No, no, they, not they the date. Blew the same lead on the same it's day, like the same, the same score. Game. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. But the third quarter is the point I was making. Year. They did the same shit in the third quarter. Yeah, they suck game. in the third quarter always. Yeah. <laughs> Except in game three, uh, game seven against Philly. They always Magically. suck in the third quarter. Yeah. This is no surprise. <clears throat> Man, it's it's just. This like I feel like we had this. You're now down one zero to a team that has a killer mindset. Yeah, that isn't a bunch of losers like Philly. This is this is the yeah I was gonna say this is the exact conversation we had after game one of Philly. The only difference is I trust Miami to maintain it. I didn't trust Philly, and we'll see what happens from here. I don't know. I mean, the Celtics could come out and blow them out on Friday. Who cares? Maybe they will. I wouldn't be surprised, but. <laughs> We joke about Miami's home arena, but they haven't lost there yet. And uh, you know what's annoying? Did you see the Bill now. Simmons tweet? No, yeah, no the other. Like the only team that loses at home. No other team in the playoffs left. Lakers Nuggets Heat has lost at home yet this postseason. Yeah, these guys are losers. I don't know why they can't win at home. I see people still complaining about the crowd. Like, sorry, dude. Like these people are restless because they can't trust these guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. The crowd was popping when the Celtics were doing good stuff. <laughs> Put it yeah. that way. I don't, I don't know what you want out of the fans that probably paid like two weeks worth of working to go yeah. to this game today. <laughs> and then they can't trust these guys when they go up double digits. Like, yeah, I'd be like a little antsy too in my seat. You know what? Maybe it was Bill Belichick. Patriots loser mentality for the past two seasons was bleeding onto the court. I don't know. <laughs> I, I 
<laughs> I'm so sick of watching these guys just make it hard on themselves. Because mm-hmm. you just did it two series in a row. It, it was harder than it had to be against Atlanta. This is the it, same conversation we had after game one of Philly. This is the exact same conversation we had. Yeah. Same one. Shame on me for thinking they'd learn. I was like, oh, maybe they'll come fault. back and be like, listen, we have the opportunity to come out. And I said to you and Tim before the game, I was like, you really want to win game one because this is a Miami team that has won both the game ones in their first two series in the playoffs. And it's helped them get the upper hand. You can't give these guys an upper hand. Yeah. There has never been just the please win a championship more than this year. And they're really screwing around. Yeah. I can't get over it. I will say as much as you hate it, as much as you hate the post game quotes, I, I like and dislike the fact that they're so blase about it. Cause like in it, from, from when they lose, it's like, this is fucking annoying care more. But at the same time, it's also good that they're not like dwelling on the loss. Does that make sense? Like at least they're, you know, they, they take it a game at a time. I don't know. I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to pick out some positives here. There's just not much for me to go with. Now. It's annoying. And the <laughs> it qu- stupid quotes are annoying too. Cause they're just empty. They're empty quotes. And sure. These guys have to talk yeah. to you guys after the game. Make you guys ask different questions. That that's my response. Make yeah. not you. It's not on you. Yeah. It's on them for playing the same way over and over again to where you have mm-hmm. to keep being like, "What happened tonight?" And they're like, "Well, we didn't try." In a conference finals game, well, it's literally what Jalen said. He was like, "Yeah, we played like it was a <laughs> was regular season that. game." Why would you do? <laughs> Jalen Brown's quote on game one. Jalen Brown. Uh, he was asked about like Marcus Mark talked a lot about physicality during his press conference. <clears throat> so Brown was asked about, you know, what does it take? What did the, like, what happened with the physicality, blah, blah, blah. Jalen Brown goes, it's a choice. It's a decision. Just come out and play with a different mentality. We came out too cool. It was almost like we were playing a regular season game. It's the Eastern conference finals. Come on. Yeah. Jalen, come on. Like what the fuck? And he obviously was question. like, so you guys, always... do you guys get paid bonuses? If you have to play extra games, is that why you do this? <laughs> <laughs> he was obviously like not blaming the team. Like he was like, it's on me. It starts with me, blah, blah, blah. But like, no shit, Jalen. Like, let's see it then. Like you say the same sh- crap after every loss, after every loss, it's like this. <clears throat> and it's, it's Jalen was great at the end of the Philly series. Yeah. yeah. I don't, and then he, you just had uh, three days off. We need time. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. You don't know what to think with these guys. I really, I believed in them before this game. They fooled me again. I was like, wow, that was really impressive what they did against Philly. They really found their stride and they came out and they, they blew the doors off in game seven, just like I would want. And I was like, maybe they'll be like, wow, that ruled. We didn't have to sweat out the game seven. We shouldn't put ourselves back in that position again. Maybe we'll try to start the series against Miami. You know what they say, fool me once, man. You, you saw it in the yeah. Atlanta series. They were hot at the end of that game. And then look, boom, right? Fool, fool you twice, boom, back at it. And you know what? If this goes seven and they win game seven in dominant fashion, you best bet your fucking ass they're losing game one of the finals. Just know. Just know. I'm telling you now. It would sure would be nice to win against Miami first. Yeah, we'll all. start there. But Literally win a single game. <laughs> well, we'll wrap here. We can, we can call it. it can be I'm exhausted. I'm miserable. I'm tired. mad they lost. I'm mad that I'm tired. I, I truly could not be more unhappy. <laughs> well, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. Subscribe to the channel. Leave us some ratings on Spotify and Apple. Follow the pods there. And I'll let Sam wrap us up.
yeah thanks for watching if you're on youtube subscribe <laughs> follow the socials i'm exhausted it's all on the screen <laughs> thanks bye Check tackle. Come on.